Enjoy episode 7. The Perfectly Cromulent Podcast. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's our seventh episode. That's zero, zero, seven, or double O seven. Hint, hint, hint for our Mount Rushmore. In the, no, yeah, I don't, I don't think our audience will get it either, other than maybe if they read, because I guess, I guess we put all of our Mount Rushmores up in advance a little bit. <laughs> so, not really a hint. <laughs> oh, read the title. Oh, damn. <laughs> Should we let's recap last week's polls? Because I only like to recap when I win. Yeah, it's the case. <laughs> <laughs> so I won, I guess, 84 16. Yeah, that was pretty crushed. obvious. We knew it was going to happen. I bet you, I bet you it's because people didn't know. You just, have, you just have trashy chicks that lay over cars. Oh my God. You got to know our audience, bro. And we have the trashiest audience. We do. <laughs> Shout out, Serbia. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> next week, though, uh, do you want to have our first guest next week? You thinking? I would love to have a first guest. Alyssa, she's already there. I'm sure she'd be. Uh, she'd I don't know where she is. <laughs> Not sitting right there, eating a cheesesteak, and her hands are all saucy right now. <laughs> all right, you guys, uh, stay tuned. Next week, we're gonna have our first guest. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. For us, more so than anyone else, especially oh, yeah. the guests. I wouldn't want to be a guest. <laughs> if anyone spends time with us, they always get teamed up on. So it's going to be real fun. I'm excited. I'm actually super pumped. I have, yeah. I'm so excited for all these ideas we could just play. Uh, okay, I have one last piece of news, by the way, before we go on to our first segment. I'm going to cut this short real quick. Uh <laughs> So pro disc golfer Paul Macbeth has signed a 10-year, $10 million endorsement deal with Discraft, Disc Sports. In case anybody was curious, let's just get right How into our new segment. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We got a new segment this week, overrated, underrated. We're going bold with this one. It's very difficult. Um, Basically, I got a bunch of suggestions from Instagram polls, and I sifted through them all, and I had to kind of cut a few out, but... Basically, you guys gave us a suggestion, for example, Facebook, and then Lyndon doesn't know any of them. He's going to give us an overrated, underrated, and a little bit of a spiel if he wants, or just bust it out as quick as, quick as he can. And I might agree, might disagree, we'll see, whatever. Just it might it be easy. friendly banter. Tune in. <laughs> Tune in for more. Um, yeah, I don't know any of these, and uh, that's probably best. Yeah, I think I'm we work best this way. Fresh. I'm organic. It's right here. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this one comes from Bada Assad. Bada. He has two or kind of two that are similar. Let's go with both of them. Sports, overrated or underrated? Ooh, wow. Do we have the option of a correctly rated? Yeah, you could say correctly rated. I'd say they're properly rated. Mm -hmm. okay. I wouldn't say they're underrated because they're so prevalent. And I wouldn't say they're overrated because they're such a huge part of my life. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Anything. So I'm going to say they're exactly where they should be. Now, how about professional pre athletes? Ooh. What's the disc golf guy? Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot his name already. Because he's underrated. Paul McBeth. <laughs> he um, I think that depends on the athlete themselves. 
I, I yeah, I guess case, that's true. That case by case. I th- I would say, in general, they'd probably be overrated to me, but like with few exceptions. So. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, I think you know, like, um, ones they get that paid insane amounts of money. Platform and... to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like a LeBron is perfect, and yeah, because he actually does a lot of stuff with his fame and his money he'd be like one of the so exceptions. I, wouldn't call him, I wouldn't call him overrated i'm saying i'm thinking like, guys uh, like reg like within fernando, like fernando tatis guys makes the well tatis like also, he's, he, a little bit a little bit but it's okay just cutting out uh i'd say more like imagine the middle guy on the roster where he's like okay so this guy still makes like four mil a year say on nba in the nba and he does like nothing yeah. really and he just like sits there and he just yeah. he's a good shooter. And people you know, he gets like worshipped. So in that case, I'd be like underrated. Or I mean overrated. Overrated. Yeah, I yeah. get I, I agree with that too. Especially like like you said, some bottom of the rotation guy, and then he walks around like he's king shit. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you don't even play. Who cares? <laughs> I agree. But still, making the team is uh insane in itself. We just like to I just like to bash people that do better than me in life. So yeah, that's what it is. Me too. <laughs> okay, this, this one food related comes from Milan Laban. Ooh. Pineapples on pizza, overrated, underrated? Underrated. Okay, I'm gonna say perfectly rated. Well, I just, yeah. Well, now I that's hate. an option, I think they're perfectly rated. They're I, so. I keep 50, forgetting. 50. You know. I think what's overrated is constantly saying oh it doesn't belong on pizza and people think that's i don't know funny or something it's yeah it's a stance <laughs> people need to have a stance yeah, on everything like, there's that guy sitting at the table in like a university campus yeah. and everyone always edits change my mind like, yeah yeah I, that's that guy making jokes about pineapple yeah. on pizza is overrated okay how about ketchup on macaroni so not mac and cheese but like say you just cook up some mac or some spaghetti, and you're like, fuck, I don't have any sauce, but I do have ketchup. <laughs> well, is that, does anyone rate that? <laughs> like, I that... underrate it. <laughs> I got yelled at, or I got like just the biggest, like, glared when I put on some ketchup over my macaroni because there was no sauce left. And I'm like, well, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like, well, why don't you just butter it? And I'm like, well, I want, I want ketchup. It's okay. They're like, no, that's weird. But I'm like, you put ketchup on mac and cheese. Like, why does just the cheese? The, the cheese makes it valid. It makes it normal. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, what? I'm going to go with the person that tore you to shreds. I'm going to oh. call it overrated. <laughs> Shout out to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one Over- comes from Chillo Bop. Oh, Cheney. JD School. Overrated, underrated. Overrated. Ah, why is that? Because if you listen to guys like uh, Elon Musk and all these, you can find ways now to get super rich without having to go to school. Mm-hmm, I agree. Are we talking like university or are we talking like high school? See, Cheney said underrated because he misses hanging out with his friends and going to school all the time and playing like sports and stuff outside. High school is underrated. Mm-hmm. Post-secondary is overrated. I'm going to agree with you on that. All right. Yeah. This one comes. The sorry, go on. know that have graduated from universities and all this stuff. They're the dumbest people I've ever met. 
You can point at yourself again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going with like graduated, but then didn't get anything in the field or just like yeah, that too. Like they the spend waste. thousands of dollars and then they're like, uh, this isn't for me. Yeah. Okay. okay. This one comes from Mitch Buffy. The, or, okay. the prequel trilogy in Star Wars. So Star Wars, you know, the first three, but not in chronological oh, like, order. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace and those? Attack of Clones and Revenge of the Sith. I'm going to say underrated because nice. they're underappreciated. Yes. There's a lot of that, you know, the oh, there's too many politics and all that shit that they talk about. But Darth Maul, Pod Racers, basically all of Revenge of the Sith. I don't like sand either. <laughs> it was amazing. It's everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely going to say underrated for this one, too. And I don't know if it's biased because I grew up in this time when it was coming out. Bias. It's for sure biased. You know what? But, like, it's underrated. <laughs> I had all the toys and everything, but I saw Revenge of the Sith opening night in oh. theaters. Oh, yeah. I loved it. It, it was a lava battle at the end. The only thing is, like, he yells no at the end. I wish they didn't have that. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that, that, like, just broke the whole atmosphere at the end of the movie, but... I think, um, yeah, underrated. All right, let's move on to Sunil Makija. He said Abar and Arhus, overrated or underrated? Oof. For those who don't know, Abar stands for Australian Bar. Hope overrated. that cleared things up. Overrated, but they have free beer for an hour, so... So rated. <laughs> they're, they're, they're properly rated. For one hour. One hour, they're properly rated. Everything else, overrated. Because it sucks once the free beer's over. You're it like, does, wow, It does kind of suck. I don't like this. Friends like make the bar more than the bar. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, thank yeah. you, Sunil. Properly rated. This one comes from Abby Perry. Ranch dressing as a sauce or a side, she said. The, the problem that I'm having with this one is I enjoy ranch. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I think it's overrated. I Go enjoy on. it, but I think way too many people are like, Where, where's the ranch? Yes, yes. Hey, Bozo, where's the ranch? It's like, yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy it, but... I think there's better better alternatives. Yeah. Like ketchup. Like ketchup. Ever have your wings with ketchup? Don't knock until you try it. <laughs> have you had <laughs> wings with ketchup? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make someone else try it. I'm an influencer now. That's true. This next one comes from Tyler Southall. He's got two. Nice. So let's go with the uh, maps. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Interesting. I, I have a hard over. time falling asleep, mm -hmm. but if I do have a nap, game changer. Okay. I can't seem to like time my naps, and I always get FOMO, so I just uh, I can't do them. Let's go with sleeps. Uh, his other one is Dak Prescott. Overrated or underrated? NFL quarterback, Dak Prescott. Uh, he is, ooh, I want to say he's rated perfectly. I think I, think I he's, also want to say that. Well, all, you can't Dallas, say he's underrated. He gets yeah, a lot of like, hype. Dallas sucked so much when he was gone. They also suck when he's there. But, but they were way does, better. Way, way better. He does do better. <laughs> I'm going to go properly rated. Me too, Tyler. We're going properly rated Dak Prescott. All right, Thank this one comes from Mike Holden. TikTok. Overrated as hell. All right. Yeah, I, th I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. But actually, 
there is I get some good recipes and weirdo do-it-yourself stuff from TikTok, but I don't search myself. I guess I get it sent to me um, at the time. I'm not what you would call a petty person. <laughs> but this is how you start a conversation. You know uh Linda Brown? Yeah. Like Mike Linda. She once told me, Lyndon, I'm surprised you're not on TikTok. And from that day, I vowed I would never get TikTok because she's like, you seem like the guy who would be perfect on it. I'm like, yeah, really? Not happening. <laughs> literally. And then now, shove it up your ass, Linda. <laughs> literally, uh, <laughs> every TikTok you just see on Instagram or Facebook anyway. It's a good marketing ploy. But so like a lot of social media, if you know how to use it, if you want to use it for that reason. Yeah. I know that there's probably funny videos or creative videos, but there's Mm -hmm. also a lot of, I don't care about people dancing. I know. I'll just, (laughs) yeah, I get it. Okay. So this one comes from Alberta Team Handball Federation. Dushin's handball skill. Underrated. Wow. I'm going to go with perfectly rated. (laughs) Not too good. Perfectly average. (laughs) I'm going underrated because you get knocked a lot for your shooting. Oh, I but get knocked. what you lack in, if I'm being honest, what you lack in shooting, you make up for with like defense and passing. And I think people are like, oh, he misses the net a bunch or something. Or, oh, his shoulder's not flexible. Or he looks like an idiot. Or he can't jump high. Or, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or he's, no, God, no. ugly. <laughs> ugly as sin. Um <laughs> No, so I'm going to say your handball is underrated because I think you do a lot of stuff that doesn't say show up on a stat sheet. Pro comparison, Lonzo Ball. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ben Simmons. (laughs) I'll take those. Okay, so now we had uh, (laughs) a... I had like 20 come from this Alyssa chick who I think is your girlfriend. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, She put Rick and Morty, overrated, underrated, twice... And one time she put Rick and Morty overrated, underrated. It's the shittiest shit, shit, shit. Why don't you give me your opinion on that? (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure I wrote that one. (laughs) Overrated beyond belief. All right. I'm going to go with uh, probably overrated as well. Good. It sucks. (laughs) Awesome. But people just rate it too high. Yeah. Uh, It's like like ranch dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But True. I don't enjoy Rick and Morty, so it's not like ranch dressing. All right. She had one normal one here. Uh, hummus? <laughs> overrated? Underrated? Underrated. Okay. I think, I think underrated in Canada because I think it's more prevalent in other places. But I think in Canada it's underrated because you don't – it depends who you're with. And it's not like a, every house has it. Mm-hmm. It's not like a ketchup or something. I'm going to go with over and – it's because I fucking love hummus, but uh, <laughs> there's so many hummus out there and they all kind of taste the same to me. Uh, yeah, and it so pops I'm up like, more now on menus. Yeah, I, lo- I like it. And you can dip anything in hummus, but like, I don't think it's underrated. I don't think, I think it's just like too hyped. Okay. <laughs> From the hummus crowd. Okay, so also there's a bunch that she gave me that just didn't align with the game at all. Like... <laughs> French Bulldogs versus English Bulldogs and first class versus coach and like four more that were just versus style questions. So we're going to skip all those. (laughs) Maybe save them for a different segment. (laughs) One word actually makes sense. But, okay, I got what the last one for overrated underrated is from Esben from Iho. 
Yuri. So he had a few suggestions like stadiums and touristy stuff. So I'm just going to do a little different thing here where I'm going to run off a bunch of them like a speed round and you just you give me a boom, over, under, perfect, over, over, perfect, under. All right, get the gist. Here we go. Paris. Over. Fenway Park. Under. Oh, no, just right. Perfect. All right. Denmark. Under. Iceland. Under. Serbia. Over. <laughs> Las Vegas. Over. Ooh. New it's Orleans. Great. I'm not going to be there forever. What? New Orleans. Under. Rogers Place. Is that the, the Edmonton. Oilers one? Yeah. New one. Um, perfectly? Yeah. I've been there one. like once. <laughs> Petco Park, San Diego. Under. Dodger Stadium. Over. Australia. Perfectly. London, England. Over. London, Ontario. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Dublin, Ireland. Under. Seattle, Washington. Under. Portland, Oregon. Very under. New York City. Ooh, perfectly. Los Angeles. Over. Vancouver. Perfectly. Soldier Field, Chicago. Oh, that's pretty cool. Under. Toronto. Just the city of Toronto is yep. under. Edmonton. Under. And Tampa Bay. Under. All right. That's it. That was our overrated, underrated segment. We're going to take it. a break here and hear from our sponsors. Oh, we have a new sponsor today. And uh, they recently just sent me the email here. Today's episode, old 007 here, is brought to you by the office of Walter F.J. Jameson. Tired of the pothole on West Landsland Road? I am fighting for you. Want more garbage removal? Less? Tell me what you want. Let's remove James F.J. Walterson from his high horse. When you vote for the Upper Lower West Landsland Quarterly Junior Advisor specialized on roadways, vote for Walter J.F. Jameson, not James F.J. Walterson. <laughs> So that was brought to you by the offices of Walter F.J. Jameson. Oh, thank you so much, Walter F.J. Jameson. Uh, we'll be sending clients your way. <laughs> All the votes are coming. Once you hear this, you're you're most likely to be elected. Uh, we gotta have a huge compilation. We gotta like I gotta sound clip these and put them into like the beginning, so everyone has to listen to ten minutes of ads. <laughs> every time. All right. Two minute story with Lyndon Savanto. What you got for us? So this my week? shirt reads my shirt reads, you know, life is happy. I kinda kinda live my life that way, you know. It's a little personal motto. Made it up myself. Don't look into that. Um yesterday was not the happiest of days for a little moment. So my two minute story is about renting a van in Philadelphia. <laughs> So we're moving Alyssa out of her apartment in Camden and we're driving down to Florida. And so we rent a minivan. We can throw everything in the minivan and we can drive it down. 
So we finally find, apparently Thursday, Friday this week, every vehicle at every rental place ever in all of the city has no vehicles. But then if you say Wednesday, they're like, oh, we all of a sudden found some also. <laughs> so we finally find a minivan. We have to take a train to the very last stop. Then we have to take an Uber up to this Hertz location. Then we stand in line for 20 minutes. And right as we get to the front, uh, we have no vehicles for anyone for the rest of the day. So we're already miles away from her apartment. And we're just like, we're both thinking like, you know what, this is bullshit. Like I was pissed. And I'm just, you know, I'm cool guys. So I'm trying to act like, oh, we'll figure it out. But I was pissed. And then there was like an older woman working and you could tell she was never going to help us at all. She was going to be like, oh, can't do anything. Ooh, come back, whatever. And then there's this young guy, Marquise. Marquise at Hertz. Thank you. <laughs> he started calling the other Hertz locations. Finally tracked one down. It's another $30 Uber ride further away. We go to a place called War something. War Mister. War Mister Pennsylvania to get this van. And then we finally get it. And it's an hour drive back to the city. This is how far away we had to go for this fucking van. <laughs> and it was just, it was so unbelievably complicated for something that's never this complicated and that was why yesterday for that couple hours life was not happy what the fuck dude <laughs> no man yeah so that was very frustrating because you move out of a place and she has all this stuff and we don't need this the one thing that was supposed to go smoothly kind of went worse than everything else so it's like oh my god oh my god i would have been Pissed. Wow. Okay. I do not feel happy for you. How do you think I felt? Thanks for the story, Lindo. Yeah, it was a pleasure reliving it. Should we move on to our last, oh, our second last, I guess, segment? Yeah. Our Mount Rushmore. Quick today. Yeah. There you go, audience who complained. Ah, uh, yeah, probably always <laughs> complaining. We try to keep it a little bit shorter. We always end up going to almost an hour. Yeah, but we're, we're good though. We're so fun. <laughs> uh, so in honor of our seventh episode, like we said, we're going to combine Recast and Mount Rushmore. So today we'll be picking our top four choices to take over as the new Hames Bond. Hames Bond. And I think I have first pick, right? You have the first pick. Okay, I am going to go with a female. The pick we're going with the non traditional. Well, I am at least. I'm trying to pick that I haven't seen on lists before or anything when like rumors were coming out. So I don't know actually. Maybe she showed up, maybe she didn't. But I'm going with Emily Blunt. Perfect. That's on my list. Is it <laughs> <laughs> Emily Blunt from Edge of Tomorrow and Quiet Place? I think she'd be an amazing James Bond. Yeah, she's. The the reason I had her on my list too, she's classy, she's beautiful, mm -hmm. she can kick ass. Like yep. you see her in Edge of Tomorrow, she kicks ass. Yeah, she'd be perfect for like a female James Bond. There's like a couple more also that I think, but she's them. the one that stands <laughs> out. <laughs> All right, why don't you go with your number one pick? My number one pick also changes up the role a uh -huh. little. You went with a woman. I am going with... James Bond, the character, he's he's handsome. He's got he's got like a you know a confident swagger about him. I'm going with Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. 
okay. I think he would. You put him in the the suit, and he could put him in Casino Royale. He can almost die, and then he can just show up at the poker table and just. Yeah, Michael I B. Think, Jordan. Okay, yeah, I could I, see that. I could. I think he'd be good. But he'd be American, unless he could do a good British accent, or he could just be, just be an American James Bond. Maybe it could be like they branch off whatever the headquarters. What the hell's the headquarters? Oh, MI six. Yeah, MI six like expands internationally. Boom. Yeah, yeah, like the Kinsman or Kingsman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a good good pick. Um, okay, my second guy. Is a guy this time. Sounds so my like first it. guy, <laughs> but my <laughs> second pick, uh, I went with Mahershala Ali from Green nice. Book yeah, 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 and yeah. Luke Cage. So similar reasons to Emily Blunt, just the classy, like kind of silent Has badass. He been, uh, rumored though? Has he? Well, I know, like, I thought he was, his name was probably mentioned. Or I thought I saw it somewhere. I always thought like Idris Elba was like the main. Yeah, that was like always the big one. Yeah, I yeah. Thought, like if I read a list of twenty, that he was on there. Ah, oh, probably. You know, honestly, he probably would have been if they're going for like African American actors. He was. He's like on a short list of yeah. like insanely good, talented ones. Okay. Okay. That's a good so pick. that's my like two. That. My number two. <clears throat> it's uh, he fits basically into the role of the James Bond as they always been. Like a handsome white guy, mm-hmm. but I think people are ready for him to have another franchise because he's so damn good at everything. I think Hugh Jackman <laughs> would be awesome. Ooh, he's handsome. He he can give you that little smile or smirk, and then he can kick your ass as Wolverine, but as James Bond. Classic. I don't know. Has he been in like a spy-ish movie? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I'm unless so like if, Wolverine. If my, if my producers were um, not wanting to change the mold basically at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think Hugh Jackman is awesome. I don't know. He's older. Yeah. He's like pretty old, but I mean the character is pretty old. Exactly. So. It doesn't matter. I mean <clears throat> Daniel Craig was an older James Bond for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Hugh Jackman and Michael B. Jordan so far. Okay, and I have Blunt's Emily Blunt. I'm pretty pumped for that. That was, <laughs> was safe on that one. So I have Emily Blunt and Mahershala Ali. My third pick, I'm going with Henry Golding. So if you've seen... Oh, Crazy Rich Asians? Crazy Rich Asians and The Gentleman. He was uh, something eyes. Yeah. So he was like, he's Oriental. So I was thinking, all right, let me think of an Asian James Bond. And I'm like, this guy, this guy could definitely pull it off. Because if you've seen The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey, it's like the Guy Ritchie movie, like his latest one. He plays a gangster in it. That's kind of like hot-headed. And he'd be, obviously he can play a gangster, but like calm and cool and collected as well. I'm assuming it's not like that far off. But uh, he played and he looked the part. I think it could be a good James Bond. That is a good pick. I like that. All right, that's my number but you're three. also uh, you're all over the place. So you're gonna get all these votes. <laughs> <laughs> you took my main girl. So when we started the show, we were both like, "Oh, I hope we don't have any crossover, <laughs> so that we don't get screwed over on this." 
and because uh, we both kind of had like four and honorable mentions. So I got to go with my backup woman here. Mm-hmm. And I think it works well because she's kind of been out of the spotlight in recent years. And I'm quite certain she's British and she can fit the bill of if she has to kick ass and she's beautiful. I think an interesting pick is Kira Knightley. Huh. Because I think she's been away from like pirates and all that for long enough where she can make this, I don't know, a second wind in her career type thing. That's actually a good call. Kind of like what's his face? Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of rebrand herself. Removed from those shows for enough, I think. I think. And like, did you see Domino? No. She's like a hitman type thing and she kicks ass in that. She's the hitman? Yeah, she's like an assassin or something. And mm. like her, I think Mickey Rourke was in it, and it just she kicks ass. It's it's awesome. Okay. I can see it. Like then, yeah, yeah, like in Pirates of the Caribbean, she does a bunch of physical stunts and stuff. Like obviously not all the stunts herself. Yeah, yeah. But you she know has physicality. Who surprised me was Anne Hathaway when she played uh Catwoman in that like short stint in Dark Knight Rises. Like because I thought Similar to like Kira Knightley, I was like, "There's no way that she could play this character," but absolutely killed it. I thought she was great, so I could see that. I could see that with Kira Knightley as well. Okay, that's a good. Uh, that was number three. Yeah. All right. So my last my pick. Four. I love my number four, and it's not. Gonna, <laughs> it's not going to fit the style of that movie, but it is what I want to see. All right. Well, my number and I'm four. Lose the vote because no one else wants to see it. I, I, don't, I don't care. I, I want to win. So I'm going to go with uh, a good pick here. You just go with Brosnan <laughs> again? <laughs> I'm going with uh, Daniel Craig again because everybody mm-hmm. wants to see him again. Actually, okay, so this guy's already in a James Bond movie with, coming out, uh, and he's playing the villain. But I figured you can also Oh, kinda... is it uh, Rami Malek? Yeah. So I think he'd be a sick James Bond as well. But, like, somehow you'd have to... It doesn't even matter. Like, just like put him <laughs> back in as James Bond. Like, well, no like questions, no one, answers. Rami Malek was like, he used to be an agent, and then it's like they convert yeah. him back or something. I don't know. We, yeah. it's obvious, so that's a good pick. That's interesting. Never even crossed my mind. Yeah, I wanted to pick like from different areas because I didn't want the typical like uh, same like white guy as usual. So I went with girl, Asian, uh, I guess, brown and African American. <laughs> nice. All over the spectrum here um yeah so i'm really split on if i'm gonna make this my fourth pick or use one of my honorable mentions as my fourth pick because use it use it it completely talked it up it completely changes what james bond is oh that's fine maybe it'll like seal you the vote no you're just kidding yeah yeah, it's gonna seal me the vote (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna go in my honorable mentions okay um i'm also going with a an african-american i think he's also british um and i think he won an oscar and he's class he can play bad he can play good uh i hope i pronounce it correctly sweetel ajafor ajafor 12 years a slave oh um, he's in all kinds of he's in a lot of things yeah but i think he won for 12 years a slave or was nominated for it yeah yeah he's like Typical... classy and i think yeah. um it fits with them trying to be more inclusive with their 
actor and choice. So I think he would be a good pick also. And okay. I think he's British. He was in Love Actually with Keira Knightley. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about now. He uh, he would be a good. He was gonna be on my list, but then I replaced him with Mahersha. Yeah. Okay. Good choice. So that's my four. Give me a recap again. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Hugh Jackman, Keira Knightley, and Schwitel Eljafor. Okay, and I had Emily Blunt, Henry Golding, Rami Malek, and Mahershala Ali. What are your honorable mentions? So the one I I I would love to see it. There'd have to obviously be like a Austin Powers esque spoof kind of movie. Okay, but tell me, you don't want to see the sequel in a spy version of both Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear stuck on you in a <laughs> James Bond role. <laughs> and That's both cheating. Like, one's trying to go one way, one's trying to go the other. <laughs> oh, man, how did they not thought of that yet? That That's is a moneymaker. Oh, can you hear the cha-ching? <laughs> That's not what sound it makes. That's like change. That's like <laughs> two quarters is what you're gonna make off you this. That? There's your tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, good one. Uh, who else do you have? I had another one that another one that's actually more of a joke than stuck on you. <laughs> okay, that I saw waiting at the freaking car rental place. His crappy movie was on. Jaw rule. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he'd try to play it like yeah, he would be as good so as he can. Yeah, like, he'd be so serious and it would just come off as the worst shit I've ever seen. <laughs> what? Uh, who do you got? Okay, well, in honor of, uh, well, going with like diversity and all. So I, I of course, had to put Air Bud and MVP <laughs> in, Most Valuable Primate, just in case. Uh, they could pull it off a little bit if they do like a little animal secret agent movie. But I don't think yeah. they're willing to risk that. I don't think... They're risking the Bond franchise on airplane. They brought back Agent Cody Banks. Ooh, Frankie Muniz, yeah. Oh, God, him and his forehead would be just absolutely sexy. We can't fit it on the screen. Uh, I also had David Schwimmer. Ross. I don't think they're ever going to pick him. But that was my other... Apparently, our, our, all of our honorable mentions <laughs> are not very good. <laughs> our lottery tickets for these people. I was thinking, like, if for a woman, like, uh, I know she's already got a lot of kind of franchise stuff, but like a Charlize Theron or a... Yeah, yeah. She's like a, badass, too. Glenn Close or, you know, like some... <laughs> yeah, whatever. Mad Max. Well, she has her... That Furiosa is coming out soon. Or oh, yeah, the movie. Whatever. Right. Okay, we'll have to go see that. Yeah. So yeah. those are those are my lists. I I would love to see a stuck on you two, Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon in one. Uh, tell one us episode. who we need to call to make this happen. Anybody that's listening that knows. If you know anyone at Paramount, Paramount movie ideas. Yeah, we don't fuck with Warner Brothers. Just give us uh, Paramount and Columbia. Yeah, and make Paramount. sure you vote for Walter F. J. Jameson. <laughs> Hey, that was our Rushmore for this week. Should we close it off with a, what we learned? Uh, sure. Yeah, may as, may as well. Stick may as, to, uh, let's stick to the plan. Fuck know, it. They learned today. All right. This is, this is what I learned today. Well, this week. Well, I guess probably today. 
So the donkey became a symbol of the Democratic Party in the 1830s when Andrew Jackson's opponents nicknamed him Jackass and he embraced the animal as a symbol of the working man. So when I was finding this out, I looked at other president nicknames and I found <laughs> two more that I thought were hilarious. So Chester A. Arthur's nickname was the dude president <laughs> and Grover Cleveland's nickname was Uncle Jumbo. <laughs> so that's what I learned. Nothing really productive, but pretty hilarious. I, I learned that some routines in 90s comedy are true, including going to a rental car company. And when you make a reservation, they don't have your fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> it happened in Seinfeld. It happened in planes, trains, and automobiles. And it happened to us. So yeah, that's I, I always I thought that was a fake story. I'm always like, there's no way this would happen. Why would you make a... It's like overbooking a flight. I, I was just going to say, yeah, I guess they have that. So What is that? People there's, probably cancel too often or something. Someone, uh, I have a feeling nobody's coming this day. <laughs> I get It must work for them, but like with like slight hiccups and then people get fucked, but whatever. Yeah. Who cares but when about that people the little is guy? me and Alyssa, <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm angry. <laughs> But if it happened to like you, it would be funny. Yeah, it's only funny when it happens to me. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week again if you want. With guest. With guest. Yes. That was episode seven. All right. See ya. The Perfectly Cromulent Podcast.